Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Welcome back to Benzinga Daily Stocks to Watch. Today is Wednesday, July 12th, 2023. It's 9.35 a.m. Eastern, a little bit past the open here, so a little running a little late, but not too late to start trading. And I hope everyone is already having a great first five minutes to their trading day. David, how are you doing today? Fantastic. Thank you, Michael. Yep. Uh, it's a great day. It's a Wednesday. So happy to be alive and ready to get on with the show. Yeah. Get people out. All trading. right. Yeah, same here. Same here. Well, let's crack into our list today. We've got some good stocks to look at, some big names. This is more of a big name day uh, and some interesting commentary. Get some questions and maybe some answers for you on some of these names. Stock to watch number one is Microsoft. That's ticker. MSFT in relation to Activision. Oh, sorry, I actually mixed that up a little bit. We usually don't do that, but <laughs> stock to watch number one is Canopy Growth Corporation. That's ticker CGC. That's why we have the list, folks. That's exactly why lists are a wonderful thing. Stock to watch number two is Activision Blizzard. That's ticker ATVI. And that's in tandem with Microsoft, as if you're watching the software space. We'll get into that in more detail in a few minutes. Number three, we've got the Walt Disney Company. That's ticker D-I-S. Number four, we've got Boeing, and that's B-A, a a nice easy ticker. Number four, we've got Amazon Classic A-M-Z-N. Starting off with Canopy Growth Corporation, more than 28 million CGC shares have already been traded on Tuesday, surpassing the 100-day average of 13.1 million shares. That is a massive, massive volume jump with stock up over 5% pre-market. We had a release from Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer. Uh, A letter on Sunday was stated that passing a marijuana banking bill is one of the goals of the upcoming summer work session. That's been something that has been plaguing the industry for a long time um, regarding banks and credit card providers not being, uh, not essentially making deals there. It's tough because on the federal level, things are different from states levels. There's a lot of complexity in that sector. A lot of cash was needed to change hands. It's a very, very uh, unique and complex environment. So definitely a stock to watch. We've seen a lot of movement, a lot of volume out of Canopy and some of the other names in the sector. If you are looking at the industry, now's a good time to be watching these st- these tickers. Stock to watch number two for you today is Activision Blizzard Inc. That's ticker ATVI. Now the stock has been trading sharply higher on Tuesday after Microsoft Corporation, that's ticket MSFT, won a court permit to move forward with its $69 billion deal to buy Activision. The buying spree has seemed to have slowed down pre-market, and now it's taken a very slight downturn uh, by about a dollar this morning. But obviously, this is a major deal that could, you know, now this is a, a roadblock that is out of the way for this major deal between Microsoft and Activision. This deal would jump Microsoft to being the third largest gaming company, I believe, in the world, and I think it would be the largest in America. You know, an interesting little side note to this story, which isn't, I don't think, being talked about as much is, um, you know, as part of this deal, Microsoft has sort of win some people over to their side. They pledged not to oppose unionization, and actually we've seen the first unions coming out of Amazon, uh, out of Amazon, out of Microsoft, because of the deals they've made to try and secure 
Activision. I think part of the reason that there's been opposition to this deal from a lot of different sides is concerns around the power that this hands over to Microsoft by, you know, <laughs> gaining such a large dominant position in the gaming industry. But it actually, you know, allowing unions was something that has won over, it at least won over, it was the Communication Workers of America union organization have actually come over on side for this deal since Microsoft made that compromise. But honestly, my one question I have sort of reading about this story, honestly, is, you know, the FTC, they've pledged to continue opposing this deal and to look for new ways to oppose it. And to me, it feels a little like, you know, trying to close the barn door after the horse has escaped. You know, it, Microsoft is already something of a monopoly, ha, already has something of a monopoly in, in the tech industry. And, and, and even this deal is building out their position in the gaming world, but you've still got, you know, uh, Nintendo and you've still got Ubisoft. Why is the FTC so set against this? Why do they move against monopolies when they do? I think that's just something I'm a bit confused about. Sure, that's a, a great question to ask, especially in relation to these big deals that are, that are happening recently. Part of the FTC's whole MO, their whole reason for being, is, is this kind of not necessarily a specific way to determine when that's happening. So we saw in this case where they started essentially an operation to block the deal went to federal judge and that's that's kind of the, the setting where the FTC is is trying to to block something and then the next the level of recourse is sent to the legal system so they can't necessarily just say this isn't going to work it has to go to the court system um, for most cases so in this case it's they you know they have teams of analysts who are looking at these big deals that as soon as they're announced as soon as this thing's coming through they, they dive into it and honestly I mean they probably have some very advanced algorithms and metrics and things and ways of trying to look at things. But there's also speculation that especially recently, there's been some more activity, partly because maybe there wasn't as much activity and now they're trying to catch up. They're trying to do more things. They're trying to look like they're getting more things done. There's a lot of different opinions on these kind of deal blockers that when they come out, um, part of it is that Activision Blizzard is a, is a, one of the last remaining really big video game players in the mm. U.S., like you mentioned, it turns Microsoft into an absolute behemoth. Um, not to say that Microsoft, like you said, already isn't a behemoth. They're already a massive hardware, software, uh, gaming, just about that whole sector company. They're already a really big player. Uh, I think specifically with this deal, the FTC is probably... Uh, there's a little bit of everything. They probably got some metrics that say, oh, this is a little too much. They're probably looking to get something done. They're probably looking to, to have a, a nice block on the, the recent resume, I guess you could say, and uh, looking to keep competition in the U.S. markets pretty high, at least for video games. We've seen some some other consolidation, other buyouts. And this is a big one. As the price tag goes up, it gets more and more scrutiny from the feds. Yeah, and just on that, you wonder if maybe they're just the FTC is trying to almost make an example out of Microsoft that they're going to try and fight this all the way to show that they're not being complacent when it comes to behemoth companies trying to take over the world in, in every sector. <laughs> exactly. And speaking of behemoth companies trying to take over the world in every sector, stock to watch number three is the Walt Disney Corporation. <laughs> Sticker D I S. An interesting kind of dichotomy here. Disney 
exploring some strategic options in India for digital and TV businesses, as we've seen recently, uh, there was a Wall Street Journal report that came out talking about how the, this 4th of July was apparently the lowest attendance for the Disney World Park in a decade, I believe, if not more. Uh, so Disney aiming more into expansion on the digital front, on the streaming front, TV, movies, um, the parks, which have normally been really big cash cows, maybe not uh, as as big of a priority if we continue to see attendance going down. Maybe the whole idea of revenge travel after COVID is starting to, to die off finally. Maybe there's less going on. So an interesting section here for Disney. Are they going to be focusing more and more on the digital? It's tricky. I mean, we saw a huge bump in Disney Plus when it came out. However, I believe that subscriptions are pretty pretty heavily down over the last six months from the beginning of the year. Um, nothing crazy in terms of growth, whereas other streaming providers have done pretty okay. Like you mentioned, Disney, well, like I mentioned, and we were talking about Disney, a sprawling behemoth with lots of different priorities, lots of different sectors to have to worry about. Expansion internationally is a very interesting thing. It's going to be an interesting kind of situation to watch if they can effectively expand into India as well. And I think this is not, you know, the, I, I think, Mike, we're going to see a lot more of these kinds of moves in the next few years, over the next decade, more towards India and, and South Asia, right? Because I remember reading a story, you know, that this story has been going around about Apple has been talking about trying to move some of its factories to India out of China, right? Because there are laxer work laws in India and there have been debates around whether or not they'll do that. You know, now that India, uh, now that Disney is talking about trying to move more towards India, I think there's just a recognition that, look, this is an up and coming economy. It's the largest population in the world, the largest country in the world. I mean, this, I think they've overtaken China at this point. So I think as the parks empty in America, I think that Disney might begin trying to shift. It makes sense for them that they would try and shift some of their investment more towards towards Asia. So I think we might be seeing more of these kinds of moves in, uh, in coming years. Stock to watch number four is the Boeing company, ticker BA. Now, the, uh, this has been a bit of a setback for Jeff Bezos. There was the Blue Origins BE-4 engine explosion. The engine uh, exploded as it was expected to finish testing in July and was to be shipped by Blue Origin to the United Launch Alliance for use on the ULA's second Vulcan rocket launch. The ULA is rocket building in a 50-50 joint venture owned by Boeing and Lockheed Martin, ticker LMT. Right, so we have Boeing and Lockheed and they're building this rocket and they're going to be using, they were going to be using these engines from Blue Origin. But I think it was at the end of June in a test, this engine exploded and caused some damage to the launch pad. Now, this is an interesting one because it really doesn't seem to have affected Boeing's ticker at all. Boeing, uh, um, just checking here. Yeah, I mean, their, their, their stock price has not been affected. Uh, Amazon's stock price does not been, seem to have been affected by this. It, it doesn't seem like investors connect Bezos in Blue Origin to Bezos in Amazon. And it's also interesting looking at other other 
space companies, you know, uh, companies trying to build rockets like the Virgin Galactic Holdings, you know, who have been trying to build up the industry of billionaires flying to space on on big <laughs> tourist trips. But be, honestly, I, you know, the the first thing I thought when I saw this story, Mike, was, you know, it, following on the back of the Titanic submarine that exploded. And now we have this, you know, rocket, the engine exploding as they're trying to build test rockets for billionaires to fly into space. Uh, if if I was a billionaire, I think I wouldn't be raring to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to go on a potentially life-threatening mission, you know. But uh, it doesn't seem like it's been a, a good, a good few weeks for for uh, billionaire traveling. <laughs> well, and I think people, it's it's easy to forget the number of rocket explosions that SpaceX has had as well. I mean, they've had a notorious number of failures and improved on it. I don't know exactly what Blue Origin's record is if they've, they've had fewer explosions. So maybe this is more of a black swan event, more of an unsettling thing, especially in terms of ULA. I mean, Boeing and Lockheed, some of the top names in rocketry and defense and aerospace. Uh, the fact that they're working with Blue Origin is a big stamp of approval for Blue. But this could be a problem, especially if it's something specific to the BE-4 engine. Maybe it's components. Maybe there's something technical going on here. <laughs> and like you mentioned, these kind of things are, are inherently dangerous. I mean, flying into space is not a uh, not a non-dangerous type of thing. Uh, I think that there's there's maybe this veneer of everything is fine if you're just uh, you know, paying enough money for something. But these are legitimately dangerous activities. There is inherent risk. Uh, and these kind of events just kind of show that. But I like how you also tied in the fact that it didn't really move Amazon. I mean, there's still, even though they're not necessarily the same company, they're separate enterprises owned by by Jeff, uh, that still there's a lot of tie in there, especially if you see things with SpaceX can move Tesla stock. And moving on to stock to watch number five, which is a great transition there, it is Amazon, that sticker AMZN. And again, we have these kind of uh, events going on here that can move stocks, maybe not the Blue Origin, but yesterday was Prime Day. So happy belated Prime Day to everyone. Maybe you went out there and got some books or other things from Amazon. Congratulations, you just participated in Prime Day. I didn't I actually didn't buy anything yesterday on Amazon, so I did not participate, but a lot of people did. Um, Prime Days have always been a, an important catalyst for Amazon. It's oftentimes, I think, when investors or traders in the retail sector at large, maybe if they don't own Amazon, they go, oh, shoot, Prime Day is coming up. I got to look at what the stock is doing. It's always one to watch for Amazon, one of the big names to watch if there's ever anything going on along with Apple, Tesla, et cetera. Yeah, All right. I'm, that's our, oh, Go ahead, David. I, but I, just, I just wanted to add, you know, and this is, this is entirely speculation on my part, because I, and I, as someone who did participate in Prime Day yesterday, but, you know, I sort of wonder if one of the reasons that, you know, th th this this Blue Origin explosion happened back in June 30th, but we're only hearing about it almost two weeks later, coincidentally on Prime Day. And I wonder if maybe that there's been a slight holding back of this news just to try and, you know, no, Amazon stock will never take a dip on Prime Day. And so news like this is really not going to not going to be taken as seriously by investors when it's coming at the same time as sort of a big success for Amazon.
which Prime Day, at least if, if I have anything to contribute to it, it was a big success for Amazon this Prime Day. <laughs> <laughs> that is an interesting point and a real point that companies will try to, if there's bad news, like don't expect it to be in the, the headlines right when it happens or try to expect it when it's uh, maybe being able to tuck under the rug there. That's a great point, David. Some news engineering and that does go on in the markets. It does. Going back over our list, we had number one was Canopy Growth Corporation. That's ticker CGC. Stock to watch number two is Activision Blizzard. That's ATVI. Number three, we had the Walt Disney Company. That's DIS. Number four was Boeing. That's BA. And number five is Amazon. That's ticker AMZN. Hope everyone has a wonderful rest of your Wednesday. Happy hump day, everybody. And I hope the rest of the week is great, too. Thank you, Mike. Take care. Bye, everyone. Catch you tomorrow. Did you know nearly all stock price changes of 10% or more result from a single news headline? That's right. News headlines have a unique ability to drive stock prices up or down. These news catalysts create trading opportunities every day. All you need is a little help to reach out and take them. And if you're looking to grow your portfolio, it doesn't matter if your investment budget is small or big. An easy-to-read stream of news headlines will increase your opportunities to profit from price changes in the stock market, consolidate a knowledge-based investment strategy, and grow your portfolio. All you need is Benzinga Pro and its powerful news alerts, price tracking, and portfolio monitoring to make a positive change in your trading performance. We've already helped thousands of retail traders across the world, and they could not be happier. Increase your market knowledge, boost your exposure to big movers, and make informed trades before major price changes. The opportunities are all around you. Subscribe now, and we'll skyrocket your portfolio today.